And I think we should call it really mom shame because guilt is something that you feel bad about that you should actually change. Whereas shame is something that you feel bad about and you're internalizing and you're telling yourself that you are bad, that you intrinsically are bad. And I think that is what we are doing often when we feel mom guilt is we are not saying, hey, I legitimately need to change something so I'm going to be proactive and do it. Instead, we are harming ourselves by shaming ourselves. Hi, welcome to Via Mare. This is a place where we focus on finding strength through love for God, ourselves, and others in order to heal our minds, bodies, and spirits. Whether you are trying to learn how to set boundaries, finding your voice, or just need a safe place where you feel understood, I hope you join us. So grab a cup of coffee, put your earbuds in, and listen to our show. Thank you. Welcome everyone. This is Angie Schultz, your podcast host. Today's episode is on mom guilt and how it affects our mental health. If you are anything like me, then you probably had this like amazing, unrealistic idea of what it was going to be like to be a mother. Your children would have these media free days. They would eat wholesome organic meals that you prepared yourself. They would get the best education, whether it be homeschool, private school, public school. You'd introduce them to all the sports and all of the arts so they could pursue all of their heart's desires. You would be calm and patient. You would get down and play with them on their level whenever they wanted to. Your house would be completely spotless. You would have a successful career that didn't get in the way with family time. And they would have a great church family, a love for God, and they would be respectful and kind to everyone. Yeah. Is there anything I missed in there? And then if you're anything like me, instead your kids are watching their third show today, you are hiding in your closet so you can have a moment where you are not being touched. You can't figure out why your three-year-old keeps having meltdowns and your teen is behind on their schooling and you caught your six-year-old lying again. And instead of having these nice talks, you end up finding yourself screaming at your child in a way you swore that you never would and then having to apologize later. So as you hide in your closet, you scroll through your phone on Facebook, that one mom shows photos of their kids painting and smiling with their siblings, another posts about a promotion they got at work, another posts how their kid just got straight A's and how responsible their child is and they're just so proud of them. And another shows a picture of her hanging out with her five closest friends, drinking margaritas and having a wonderful time. And then you begin to wonder, how the heck did my life get like this? What am I doing wrong? First off, I want to say playing the comparison game is very dangerous. For one, the person you are comparing yourself against doesn't even exist. Who you see on the other side of the internet is only showing you a glimpse of their life and only the glimpse that they want you to see. No matter how well you think you know someone, you are not in their head 
You are not in those private moments where they feel discouraged. The person you think that person is, is only a small glimpse of them. So essentially, you are comparing yourself to somebody who does not exist. I will never forget seeing a post of one of my Facebook friends confessing she almost took her life. The, um, she was a girl I took a college class with. She was this like magnificent light. When she walked in, she made everyone smile. She was cute, she was bubbly, she was giggly, outgoing and sweet, and she seemed to never have any bad days. She was just somebody that no matter how much you wanted not to like her, you just couldn't help it, but you just would like her. And all of her Facebook posts confirmed what I saw. They were all very positive and uplifting. So seeing this one post really caught me off guard. So over several days, I thought about this, and I actually did contact her as well. Um, me going through my own depression, I began to think how many people might be surprised to find out that I have struggled with depression my entire life. That I can literally be laughing with my friends one moment, and when I walk away, I feel utter sadness just mere moments after walking away at a memory that I just wish I could forget. My husband will come home and say, oh, I can tell you had a good day. And I have to cringe inside because I know how I cried in the shower or I hid in the laundry room to get some alone time because I was just touched out. And he just happened to walk in when life was fine. I'm always thinking how I am feeling as a mom. That is not healthy, that is not helpful. And if you're finding yourself in the same boat, I want you to listen to the rest of this podcast. Like, I know I don't play with my kids as much as I want. I am far from a Pinterest mom. Um, my meals usually consist of what is easy to make at that moment, even if it's just putting some fruit and cutting up some slices of meat on their plate and maybe some crackers. I let them watch more TV than I think is probably acceptable, and there are a million things I feel guilty about every day. Now, what is mom guilt? See, mom guilt is the I should have, or I am supposed to, or the other moms are doing this. For some of us, it's just a sinking pit in our stomach. Others feel panicky with an intense compulsion to correct it. It can range from, I didn't go do enough today, to I didn't do enough during their younger years. The truth is no matter what you do or do not do with your kids, you are having to sacrifice something else. We are often told that we need to take care of ourselves, but not at the sacrifice of our kids, who gets to decide where that line is. We are told to play with our kids to build memories, but also to have a spotless house. If you are a mom of young kids, you know how those two things do not seem to jive well together. And then in our society, we have all these ridiculous expectations that contradict one another. Um, like make sure your child eats plenty of organic fruits and vegetables, but only let them eat what they want to. Some kids that works, some it just doesn't. Mom can be a good motivator in small, tiny amounts. It will prevent us from sitting on our phone all day watching TikToks. It will help us notice if we have only been feeding them junk food. But what matters is how much is the stress of mom guilt really affecting you?
Are you using it to motivate you or is it draining you? As my counselor would say, is the mom guilt serving you? If it's not, then you need to take action to change it. I think we should actually be calling it more mom shame. Guilt is something we feel after we do something wrong that we should change. Shame is when we feel we did something wrong and it reflects poorly on us. For instance, my counselor said something that just really resonated with me. So what she said to me was, if you were a child in a classroom and you were sitting there and the teacher said, your answer to that question was so stupid. Were you being shamed? And I said, yes. And she goes, well, I'm going to say it depends. What the teacher was doing was wrong. That is flat obvious. A teacher should never be telling a child that. But let's say that child heard the teacher say that and she went home and she told them, her parents, this is what the teacher said. Can you believe that? She is so incredibly mean. And it's, that was very disrespectful and she should have never acted that way. And then that child walks on, never internalizing that she was stupid. That child was not shamed. On the other hand, if that child sat there and never really told anybody how she felt and she internalized that and she began to think, you know, maybe I really am stupid. I mean, a teacher thinks I'm stupid. That would be shaming. So you need to ask yourself, how are you internalizing this mob guilt? Are you thinking, oh, I really should be changing my behavior? Or are you feeling, oh my goodness, I'm just a terrible mom. Very different things. One is guilt, one is shame. So for that reason, I think it's really important to look at why we feel mom guilt. Um, so let's take a look at some of the common mom guilt issues. Is letting your child watch TV all day really wrong? Okay, so let's really take a look at that. Do they literally watch TV all day, every day? If the answer is yes, then you may want to watch out for overstimulation and learning delay. But for the 99.9% .9 of us, the answer is actually no. Even if the TV's on, they're probably not watching it the whole time. Children naturally want to play. If the TV is on too often, they will gravitate to play rather than veg in front of it, especially the younger they are. So if the answer is no, ask yourself, why do you feel guilty about this? Is it because you feel a societal pressure about how much TV your kids should or should not watch? Or do you feel like it is legitimately harming your child? If it's the first one, you need to ask yourself, is this actually a value I also believe in? Do you sincerely believe that your child should have no scream time, limited scream time? What is it that you actually believe on this particular issue outside of societal expectations? You might find that you actually don't agree with the other moms in your mom group that may say, my child only watches a half hour of TV a day. Or maybe you do agree with that. Maybe you feel mom guilt for something much more serious than TV time. 
Maybe there's something you legitimately did wrong that affected your child. Maybe you need to apologize. Take ownership for it. Maybe you need to forgive yourself. Really, it doesn't matter what the topic is. There are certain things we need to ask ourselves. Why do I feel guilty of this? Is this guilt or shame? Remember, guilt is for something you did wrong. Shame is about how you feel about yourself. Is this something I really believe or do I feel pressure to conform to societal expectations? Is my expectation reasonable? Seriously, is it reasonable to expect the house to be clean when you are breastfeeding, have twin toddlers, homeschool, working long hours, and a myriad of other things moms face that make cleaning even remotely impossible? Another question, do I have good reason to feel guilt? That goes back to, is this guilt or shame? Do I need to take action? Maybe apologize, maybe cut back on activities to give more time to the important things. And finally, do I need to adjust my mind? If you answer no to do, I need to take action, then chances are it's a war in your mind. So maybe a better question should be to ask, do I need to take action or adjust my mind? I think that one of the main things that causes mom guilt is the comparison game or listening to societal expectations. And I think it has gotten even worse as our society gets on social media, whether it be um, Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or all the other ones out there. Um, we need to make sure that we are not comparing ourselves to another person. Like I said, oftentimes who we are comparing ourselves doesn't even actually exist. We don't even really know what our closest friend is really dealing with. She may share with us, but we still have very limited understanding because we are not experiencing it. And so how much more can we be, or how much less do we know about what is going on in a person's life that we don't really have actual contact with? And all we really have the contact is, is seeing them through a screen where they're only showing you snapshots of their life. So if this is something that you're really struggling with, I do recommend just getting off social media. If you're like me on social media and you do social media for your career, then make your social media a you-friendly place. Only follow people whose pages bring you joy. I know on Facebook, you can choose to unfollow people, yet you're still friends with them. And I do that a lot. And, you know, really think about who you are following, especially on Facebook, um, because Facebook has that nice thing where they don't know if you didn't, if that you, if that you unfollowed them. And even if it's somebody that is like your best friend or your sister-in-law or your sister, where you want to have, you want to know what's going on in their life and you really want to be supportive and loving towards them, and you see them on a daily basis. But when you see their social media, sometimes it makes you cringe inside. Then they might be somebody that you need to unfollow. Because realistically, 
real connection is going to happen in person. And sometimes what we experience online with somebody actually hinders the connection we have in person. And so even if you love that person, but you know, their social media account makes you just feel either guilty to yourself or angry for some reason, it is best to preserve that friendship and unfollow them. And maybe you choose to only look at their, their Facebook page when you know you're doing fine and you know you're not, so that way it doesn't just pop up randomly, especially on a bad day where you already feel guilty. Um, Instagram and TikTok, you know, people can see whether you're actually following them. Um, TikTok's a little easier because it's harder to notice. Um, but what's nice about those is they can follow you and you can choose not to follow them. So that part is nice too. And the final thing that I recommend for anyone to do that is struggling with mental health or mom guilt or mom shame, as I like to call it, is choose your friends wisely. We tell kids all of the time, choose your friends wisely, but do we choose our friends wisely? And it's okay to have friendly acquaintances that are not like your core group of people, but you wanna make sure that the people that you are around make you feel good about who you are. You are able to be real with them and they are real with you too. You wanna make sure that your relationship with others is a positive experience and helps you be better and also feel better. Both things are important. You do want people who will hold you accountable, who will tell you, uh, you really need to cool down right now and you really snapped at your kid. You need that type of person. But you also need somebody who's willing to do it through love and non-judgment. And really be careful of who those people are that you have in your life. And maybe it means that you only have one person that you really hang around. Or it means that a lot of the people that are in your life, you only hang around very seldom. Maybe once a month you go out for lunch and you only do it on weeks that you're really doing well, that you know that you can handle anything that they have to throw at you. But I encourage you to really take a look at who you're spending time with, who you're following on social media, and Lastly, what you're telling yourself. Like, what are the words that you're using to talk to yourself? Are you saying, man, you're an idiot for doing that? Or, man, you're a bad mom. Or, man, you really messed up there. Those are shaming words you're telling yourself. Better things to say is, okay, so next time I'm going to. Or, all right, that was then. We're going to start over now. Really be intentional with the words that you tell yourself in your mind. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast today. I hope that something resonated with you and that you feel that you have some growth. And I would love to chat further with you guys. So feel free to reach out to me at um, viamarehealing at gmail.com. That's V-I-A-M-A-R-E healing, H-E-A-L-I-N-G at gmail.com. Or you can go to my website and comment on the show notes. The website is healingmindbodyspiritwithangie.com. And if you do have a podcast idea that you would like to talk about either mental health or mommy struggles, I would love to talk with you. Maybe we could set up a phone date so we could talk about a possible idea. And if 
it seems like a good fit, maybe you could be on my show. I hope you guys have a great week. Really think about what you're telling yourself. God bless. Again, I just want to thank you for being listeners to my show. If at any time you want to reach out to me, email me at viamareyoga at gmail.com. That's viamare, V-I-A-M-A-R-E, yoga, Y-O-G-A, at gmail.com. You can also check out my website at healingmindbodyspiritwithangie.com. There you will find my show notes as well as some book recommendations. God bless.